Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Becoming Better, the podcast that's dedicated to helping you become a better human being. That sound. Oh, yeah, the episode number. This is episode number, what is it, 61? Slowing down. You're going very slow. My mind is slower than my mouth today. That's okay. It's been a cozy, kind of slow, rainy week. You know, today I, I went to the dentist, got blood work done, and I, got, I went to the eye doctor too. And everybody likes to complain when it's rainy outside and it's a slower kind of day, but I, I love this day. That, that's why, and I know you do too, that's why we chose the same theme song that we used in episode number 34 on how to read more books, because that was a rainy day too, and we figure... It's our podcast. We can use whatever theme song we want. Yeah, I actually have a playlist on Apple Apple Music that's called Cozy Rainy Workday. And oh. it's the coziest playlist in the last two days. I've just been sitting in my cozy red chair oh, nice. working away. And it's been so relaxing and so just enjoyable to it's, be working. It's funny. The name of this song is called Cozy Jazz Piano. Maybe it needs to be added to my playlist. Maybe, uh, except it's an audio jingle that I licensed exclusively for podcasts, but I can send it to you. No, this is just a playlist. <laughs> Although you, I think you can find the playlist on Apple Music if you're on Apple Music. Uh, on like your playlist? Yeah, I think so. You can oh. find anybody's playlist What, what, on what, Apple what Music. does somebody search for? Cozy Rainy Workday. Cozy, Okay. <laughs> all right. I, I didn't realize there is social media in Apple Music now. Oh, yeah. I follow people's playlists all the time. It's like Spotify. So today we are slow to get to the topic, include, which is slowing down. Yeah. That doesn't mean meandering <laughs> like we've done so far. <laughs> in fact, it means the opposite of meandering because in this case, slowness is akin to deliberateness. And th this is something that we espouse the benefits of quite often on the podcast. But the idea is the slower that we live, the slower that we work, the more deliberately we can live and work. And our productivity, if that's something that concerns you, and it just might if there was something that attracted you to this podcast, like any of the other episodes. By, by the way, somebody emailed us the other day about what song uh, led off episode number 34. And so people are definitely going back and, and sifting through the back catalog. There's, uh, we've tried to title things appropriately for the topic that we talked about. So d don't be a stranger. There's, there's plenty of back catalog there. Uh, but the idea is our productivity doesn't suffer, you know, unless we're working in slow motion or something, because what we lose in speed, we more than make up for in how deliberately we work and how thoughtful uh, we are in what we do. Yeah, it feels a little counterintuitive, right? To say, oh, if you slow down and don't try to be quite as frenzied and super busy, then you might actually mm -hmm. get more done. But it's a work smarter, not harder oh, kind of Oh, that idea. classic. Ah, uh, the classic uh, trope. I idum? I idiom? Idiom? Is I idiom, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what idiom means. I sound like an idiom talking, <laughs> not being able to pronounce things. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally true. And it's especially relevant today when most of us do knowledge work for a living. Uh, maybe not. Actually, I would say most of us. Around 70 years ago, the Industrial Revolution happened. And that led us to where we are today with more of us doing work with our 
minds rather than with our bodies. And that set off what, what I believe to be a change in how we should be thinking about productivity. Uh, because, we, you know, it comes to the mind of a lot of people. Like, what, what, what do you think comes to the mind of somebody when they hear the word productivity? Probably boring charts that point yeah. upwards. Boiling your yeah yeah some some guy in a suit and some lady in a pantsuit maybe I don't know yeah yeah so, suitcases no brief briefcases briefcases clearly not that productive because uh, I don't even know the word for a briefcase but briefcases yeah. yeah or you just have a lot of stuff in your briefcase or a big <laughs> conference room table that seats thirty people are, but you know so, pe- people think is something that feels cold and corporate and all about this efficiency and effectiveness uh, but uh, I think because we do knowledge work for a living, the definition that we use for productivity has to catch up as a result, and productivity is no longer about how much we produce the root of the word, but rather it's about the quality of what we produce and also whether or not we produce the right things. And so these days, if you're anything like us, you probably have more to do than time to do it in. And so choosing what to focus on in the first place becomes more critical because not all tasks in our work are created equal. And so when you slow down, your mind has a chance to think and process and reflect and acknowledge and recognize other people and daydream a little bit to come up with solutions. And you're totally right, Arden, that it's totally counterintuitive, not only in general, but also in the moment. Because when you have more to do than time to do it in, the impulse is often to try to just cram more into the day. But ironically, that's when it's most critical to slow down. Is this something that translates into personal benefits or is it really just isolated to work? What do you think? That's an, yeah, that's an interesting question. I, I, I think, you know, life satisfaction as it relates to life satisfaction, it's kind of the moments in between the moments of engagement that allow us to reflect on why we were engaged, how were we, we were engaged and how that engagement was meaningful. And so people at a restaurant is a really good example of this. You're having a conversation, then whomever you're with goes off to use the bathroom. And then you see somebody like pick up their phone and just pull the refresh of 15, 20 different applications, tell the person maybe take a little picture of their drink or something to post on their story. Like everything has a story, right? LinkedIn has stories, I think. Uh, LinkedIn, the official social network of the... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but we we kind of fill the gaps of our day and that prevents us from having these quiet moments of reflection. Like if you're walking over to a meeting and maybe you don't do that so much anymore in the last year and a half, but back in the good old days of working out of the office, when you w- walked from your desk to the meeting room, you had a chance to reflect on what you wanted to say. You had a chance to reflect on what was going to happen in that meeting. And we do the same on a personal level. You know, we reflect on how somebody is meaningful in our lives. We reflect on what we want to accomplish. We actually think about our goals 14 times as often when our mind is wandering versus when we're focused on something. And mind wandering is good when it's intentional and not so good when it's unintentional. But when we uh, intentionally make an effort to slow down, that is when we can experience the fruits of this and we have more time to reflect, which lets us process the meaning of moments. And so we, we get the deliberateness with, with work, but we also get the meaning with not only work, but our personal lives too. 
Gives you more time to savor. Yeah. And an opportunity to realize that you should. Yeah. I think that's an important part. I mean, I think a big part of this is noticing if you're not yeah. slowing down or if you should be slowing down. And and we'll talk about this when we get into kind of the tactical side of how you can do this. But I find for me, the hardest part is noticing when I'm not slowing down or when I'm mm. not being deliberate. Like today I was working on a statement of research interests and I... We can back up a bit. Like to set the scene, uh, you have more going on right now than I've ever seen you have to do. Uh, You're going on to the job market, the economics job market. Very exciting. Sends a shiver down my spine. No, it's actually really exciting. If anybody needs an economist, (laughs) you know know who to talk to. Uh, But you have that going on. You have these... The, the development projects that you're uh, coordinating in the still, and it's you have a lot going on. You have oh, yeah. four, four papers you're writing, and of course, above all else, you have this podcast every two weeks that you have to co-host. Throw in some teaching on top of all uh, yeah. that, and it's it's quite a time right now in so my life. Maybe maybe I should ask you, how has slowing down fit into how you're doing things, if it does at all? Yeah, I think it's it's in those little moments in between things. So when I don't have to be doing anything, like if I'm going to my office or if I'm going from working out to the next thing on my to-do list, which sounds horrible, but if there are little lulls, <laughs> like not, not filling them with things like podcasts or yeah. or like videos or something what like that. What if somebody's listening to this between... I mean, this is great. I think a this lot. Is, this podcast is the one exception. To I that, know. Right? I think people should be very selective about which podcast they listen to, yeah. and I'm very grateful for everybody who selects this one. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, there are better ones. I think in moments where I'm being less deliberate, I find I kind of accumulate more and more podcasts, and then it's like an mm. ebbing flow with me uh, yeah. with podcast content. You know, my strategy, a little sidebar for that is, is uh, see the description of every podcast as a pitch for my time and attention. Uh, because not all of them are worthwhile. And including this one, by the way, uh, if you're skimming through the list and you see a new episode pop up, we, we put kind of show notes of what we talk about in the feed. And if something doesn't fit with <laughs> with what you do or who you are, that's fine. Like, skip it. Uh, but Definitely defend your time and attention against things, especially between those little moments. Yeah, and I think another big area where these kind of moments pop up are in your workday where you'll be Mm. between two meetings. I know this is, I try really hard to consolidate all of my meetings to like a subset of my day. So I don't just have meetings inconveniently sprinkled throughout my day, which is the worst. You do have a lot of them though. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I do just because there's a lot of projects wrapping up right now. And Stress me out just thinking about your work. No, it's actually, it's really not that bad right now. It, there are a lot of things, but I think I've become pretty good at handling a You've lot of things. Better. I've become better at handling <laughs> a lot of things. And part of that is definitely slowing down where if I'm bouncing from one meeting to the next, I won't just fill those two minutes between the meeting with checking email mindlessly. I'll mm-hmm. definitely like take a couple of minutes to go to my cozy red chair in our corner and just like breathe for a couple minutes or (laughs) have a cup of tea and just enjoy my tea or listen to music. Scream into a pillow. No, I I think I'm pretty chill right now. You are? Yeah. I mean, all things considered, I've I've definitely gotten a lot better at slowing down. And a big part of that is actually meditation, right? Mm. I've been 
really, I think since, I mean, we were locked down a year and a half ago, since then I really kind of doubled down on, on meditation and it's become like an actual daily practice for me now where, and that has had huge benefits. You know, when everybody's like, oh man, meditation really helps. They're not wrong. Yeah. There's a reason people (laughs) repeat the word meditation as a piece of advice so often that it's basically become a a cliche almost. And it's because it, it does have these concrete Benefits. I, I I actually wrote. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. I wrote uh, an Audible original, is what it's called. So Netflix has Netflix originals on Audible. They have Audible originals. If you sign up, you get it for free. Blah blah blah. Uh, and it's about the productivity benefits of meditation. It's called How to Train Your Mind. And I, I make the calculation in that original that for every minute we spend meditating, we make nine minutes back in how much more productive we can become because we can focus more deeper, uh, we can think more clearly, where our mind actually wanders more often to the future. So in these little between moments, we have an opportunity to plan for what we're going to do next and become more intentional. Uh, We spend more time focusing on what's in front of us. So uh, what one study, essentially they found that we only focus on what's in front of us 53% of the time. And so we think we spend 18, 16 hours uh, every day living, but we're disengaged with what's in front of us for quite a bit of that, especially when we have so many concerns that are going on, like that have cropped into our lives over the last year and a half. We need to process those concerns more than we ever have before. It's never been more critical that we do, but yet at the same time during a crisis, uh, if maybe you're still in a crisis state, depending on where you are in the world right now, uh, it really does vary and oscillate depending on the different regions of the world at a given time. Uh, But if you're in a crisis state, or you're just feeling anxious or stressed out, you need those moments to be empty. You can't, you know, just kind of turn, I shouldn't say you can't, but it's not as fruitful of a moment when you turn to the news or social media. Uh, I know as I tended to do toward the start of this last year and a half, uh, the more I've made these moments empty, like you were just talking about, minding the gaps of the day instead of allowing devices and distraction and social media and the news and the noise of the world fill those moments like water. When there's that empty space, we get that opportunity to reflect. We think about our goals. We think about the future. We have an opportunity to plan and to recharge for later on and slow down. Yeah, and I think bringing this back to how meditation kind of helps with slowing down, at least where I notice it, is it helps me kind of notice what I'm actually focusing on. Mm. You don't end up kind of just reacting in your work yeah. or or bouncing between windows where I know I sometimes I can, if you, I think a good example is when you're looking for a reference or a document or an email or something and it's very specific and in the process of looking for that thing, you forget what you were looking for, at for it, oh, like what the reason you were looking for it like was. Or you like walk into the kitchen and it's like, what? Why am I here? Yeah, this I, is- the- I forget. It's the digital equivalent of that where you're <laughs> yeah. like, I don't remember what I was trying to do. I think meditation is, it helps me- prevent those moments or I fall into those moments less often. It's obviously not perfect, but uh, I fall into those a lot less. And I I noticed that I've been writing a lot of like statement of research interests and things like that right now and and working on my my job market papers. Um, And I've I've definitely noticed that I I very quickly notice myself falling into those patterns Mm. or those those 
parts of me where I'm starting to bounce between more than just one thing where like, yeah. oh, I can check in with my supervisor about this specific thing. And I can also look in this document for this document in this particular drive or whatever. And you're trying to do that a bunch of things. exciting. Oh man, so exhilarating yeah. today. No, but economics. It just, I, <laughs> Go into it, kids. Oh, that's not econ. Maybe one day we'll do an episode on like how you can use economics to become better at just living your daily Why life. Why don't we do that next? Maybe not next. Why not next? A lot next? of stuff going on right okay, now. I that would take yeah. a lot of prep. All right. But I do think that's a really interesting episode. We should do an interview. I haven't, we haven't done an interview in a while. There you go. Um, Who should we interview? I, we can talk about this after because I can't think of anyone off the top of my or head. Or just uh, send me an email, chris at lifeofproductivity.com. Uh, we've had some good folks on the show. If, if you can think of somebody, we can probably, we have a, probably have a good shot at getting them. Yeah, send us an Does email. Sound cocky? If there's anybody you want to get, let Chris know. Is, does that sound cocky? A little, but that's yeah? okay. Okay. Anyway, I think bringing that all back to the idea of noticing that you're not working on just one thing or yeah. that you're not slowing down. I think that's a, a huge part of this is if you're if you're feeling like you're filling every moment of the day with something, maybe step back from that. Maybe drop yeah. the the 40th podcast in your queue or maybe drop unless it's be, unless it's this one or maybe drop some social media that you're you're compulsively checking right yeah. do do something that kind of gives you more space yeah and know that just because something takes only a little bit of time uh, does not mean that it takes only a little bit of attention oh yes and so th- this this plays in my work for speaking engagements I like to keep coming back to because it's it's a big element of what I do and a, a talk is like an hour and it takes a few hours of rehearsing and putting together slides so it's, it's not like a huge thing but if it takes four hours of focused work and time it probably takes 20 hours of attention just kind of thinking about it and brainstorming it and I, I think social media is kind of the same way, where the most engagement-heavy uh, posts are the ones that rise to the surface of our feeds. And because th- they've been so engaged with in the past, uh, you know that's what the algorithm shows us. And so they're more likely to resonate with us and stick with us afterward, kind of clouding what we want our intentions to be. And so do mind that as well. So yeah, a few tactics. Mind the gaps of your day. Uh, Meditation to introduce a bit of bandwidth between your thoughts and and between your actions. And like you were saying, working on one thing at a time to keep that attentional space that you have clear, uh, to be able to devote more brain power to one thing instead of just spreading it across a lot of different things. And noticing is the key there. And it's so much easier when you have gaps to uh, begin with between the different things that you do. I love it. I'm trying so hard to do all of these things right now. This speaks to me like deep in my soul right now. <laughs> I, I think I think the key is the mind wandering. And, and I call it scatter focus because it, it's a name for deliberate mind wandering because there isn't one. And deliberate mind wandering is a mouthful to say every time. Uh, that's the key right now. And I think we need scatter focus more than ever, uh, not only because it allows us to think about our goals more often, but if you look at where our mind wanders to when it does venture off, we, we think it wanders to the past quite a bit, but 
I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but it's just so worth reiterating. Uh, it wanders to the past. We think all the time it's recalling these cringeworthy things that have said, uh, but uh, it, it only wanders to the past 12% of the time. Uh, one study by Jonathan Smallwood and Jonathan Schooler found, I guess Jonathan's like to study mind wandering, but, but it actually wanders to the future around half of the time. And so we think we're being unproductive simply because we're not being busy. And our mind tends to look at how busy we are as a proxy measure for how productive we are because it's so difficult to measure the productivity of knowledge work. But busyness is really, in my view, no different from an active form of laziness when it doesn't lead us to accomplish anything. And when you look at what scatter focus leads us to, the insights that it leads us to, and the plans that it leads us to, given that we spend half of our mind-wandering time planning and thinking about the future, it's remarkable. And we need it more than ever when we have more to do, when our jobs have expanded uh, during the last year and a half. Yeah, I love it. Is that it? We've reached the end of the, the note here. I think it has. We slowed down. Man. Became efficient. And it's 21 minutes of an episode instead of 30. Whoa. So maybe there's something to what we're saying. Yeah, it'll make it more efficient and hopefully higher quality, less quantity. It's remarkable the, the power of an idea, isn't it? Where if you have a job where you, you deal in ideas, you know, you can have one idea just in the shower one day that changes the entire direction of what you do. That tells you to say no to an opportunity and say yes to a different one. That tells you to reach out and hire somebody new onto your team. That tells you to you know quit your job and and you know start a company of your own. Like when ideas are so valuable, slowing down becomes so much more valuable. And so I, I would I would encourage you to keep that in mind. That the more knowledge and idea based your job is, the more important slowing down becomes. I love it. Yeah. So meditation, minding the gaps, working on one thing at a time, not fragmenting uh, your attention. These are all just suggestions, of course, but they're things that helped us out for slowing down. Wonderful. So the rain continues to fall outside. It continues to be a cozy Put on some chill, cozy music. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Focus on one thing at a time. Hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you for another episode of becoming better not on the economics of productivity but on something else maybe an interview if if uh if y'all want some so or we can just uh, hop on the horn again just the two of us i love it if it's raining again we can play that music wouldn't I that really be a weird easter egg to just play the <laughs> classical music randomly whenever it happens to be raining outside <laughs> Yeah, I could kind of cool. I could actually get behind that. All right. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye.